everybody. My name is Andrew and welcome back to the Bundesliga. Glad to be back. I know it's been a while that I've been gone, but I am back here and ready to recap some more Bundesliga action. I hope all of you guys are doing well out there and staying safe. And you guys had a great Thanksgiving and a good holiday season upcoming. So cheers to everybody out there. Stay safe. Now, before we get into episode 40, I just want to take some time here to obviously give a shout out to Diego Maradona. We all know in the soccer community that Diego Maradona passed away recently at the age of 60 in Argentina. And I just want to say rest in peace to Diego Maradona. He's definitely one of those players that came before my time, but is definitely one of the legends that we always hear about. He's a man, a mythical man, man of legend that we get to see clips of and hear stories about that unfortunately I didn't get to see play even you know through a TV set but he definitely is one of those larger than life characters when it comes to the world of football up there with the greats like Pele and Maradona himself so he's one of the the guys that I consider the measuring stick you know when people compare players like Messi and Ronaldo they compare them to players like Maradona and uh, Pele in Brazil so we definitely lost a legend in the footballing world. And I just want to say rest in peace to Diego Maradona and his friends and family. The world definitely lost a superstar. Now, with that out of the way, this is episode 40. I've been gone for a while since early September, so we're going to recap quickly September, October, and November in the Bundesliga. A lot has happened, a lot's going down, so I am super pumped to be back and happy to go through these couple months and let you guys know what's going on and what I think about it. So here we go. Let's get started. So some of the biggest stories that I want to talk about include Erling Holland. This man is on fire. We've heard about him last season. I talked about him a lot then, but this season he proves that he's not a fluke and he is carrying on the same form he had right before and oh man is he on fire he won the golden boy award for one of the best young talents in the world and in europe so congrats to him on winning that he also got a four goal match versus Hertha berlin so that is amazing not only did he get a hat trick he got four goals which is super awesome as a young player and that's got to be putting him on cloud nine to top that all off, in the first eight matches of the season, he has 10 goals. So he's averaging more than a goal a match. Erling Haaland is bona fide. He is solidified as a great Bundesliga player. You can't take that away from him. One of the other biggest pieces of news is kind of the opposite spectrum, and that is Schalke 04. They are falling apart. Winless in the Bundesliga for 22 games. That stretches more than nine months. Their last victory was over Hertha Berlin in the DFL Pokal on February 4th, 2020. Before quarantine hit, before the pandemic really became what it is, that far back we have to go to get Schalke's last victory. This whole pandemic has also not been great for them. It hasn't really, really been great for any team, but with the relegation threat and the financial insolvency, it really could see Schalke kind of entering a dark phase in its in its club history. And I really don't want to see them turn into a team like Kaiserslautern, which used to be a huge, 
you know, Bundesliga contender. I'm pretty sure they won the league back in the day, and they were a giant team in the Bundesliga, and now they're floundering, I believe, in the second or third tier, and they kind of haven't been in the conversation of the best Bundesliga teams in, in a long, long time. And I think Schalke is kind of heading in that direction, and I really hope that they're able to turn something around and at least stay in the Bundesliga, but it's not looking great for them. They haven't won a match in over nine months, so Schalke's got to get their ish together. And last bit of news is that Bayern is still pretty much coasting. They are 7-1-1 right now. Lewandowski and Muller are still in top form, which is great to see. Louis coming off of a career historic season last year, both in the Bundesliga, in the Champions League, and in the Pokal. He was the highest goal scorer in all three. So coming off that season, he's right back in the same form this year and scoring goals at will. Muller, same thing, getting great assists. I believe he has four goals in the season as well, so he is still in form. One good bit of news for me as a Bayern fan is that Sané and Coman are both stepping up and doing really well. Coman seemed to have scored that Champions League winner and then kind of gotten in really good form since then. He's been playing with the French national team as well, so I'm glad to see that Coman is doing well. However, on the negative side... Bayern is experiencing some injuries. Tolisso is back now, but he was out for uh, at least a, a month and a half, I think, with an injury. Alfonso Davies is still out, and then Kimmich just recently picked up an injury. So we are definitely missing two very, very key players from Bayern's starting lineup in Alfonso Davies and Joshua Kimmich. So that's unfortunate. And one other thing to talk about when it comes to Bayern music is the Alaba contract saga. So there's a whole deal where by the end of October... That we were going to know whether he signed an extension or didn't sign an extension or was still negotiating. And the offer that Byron had on the table expired. So they are currently, I don't know if they're still negotiating or not, but he is finishing out this year's contract and he will be a free agent next summer unless we figure out what this contract situation is. I really hope Alba does stay. I'd be really sad to see him go. So I hope that something can be figured out with the two parties. Now, to start off the... Month-by-month month recap, let's start with September. Bayern opens the season as defending champions with an 8-0 ass-kicking of Schalke. I mean, they just destroyed them. And like I said, Schalke's not doing well, but Bayern really opened up this season with the least amount of rest because they just had the Champions League victory not too long before that. But they picked up where they left off, 8-0 to Schalke. That one hurt them for sure. However, the next week, they go on to lose 4-1 to Hoffenheim. They kind of brought them back down to reality. So a little bit of a great start, then a shaky next week, but I think Bayern's kind of stabilized since then is doing okay. Also in September, Dortmund beats Gladbach. Holland gets two goals. However, they then fall to Augsburg later on in the month. So Dortmund also kind of had a really cool start and then a bit of a flounder as well. So that kind of seems to be how the big giant teams are doing early in the season in September. Then, moving on to the month of October, Dortmund sweep Freiburg with a 4-0 victory, and Holland gets his second brace in three games. So, I said it before and I'll say it again, this kid is the real deal. This kid is scoring goals left and right, and he is definitely in form. So, keep an eye on him and Louis, because this year I think will be a very, very interesting golden boot race. Last time we had a really competitive golden boot race was when Obama Yang was still in 
the Bundesliga and we had Aubameyang and Lewandowski going back and forth and Alba even won it one year on the last match day. So this year I feel like it's going to be one of those seasons where the golden boot race is not a shoe-in for Lewandowski. I think Holland is going to definitely compete for it. Then, Hertha nearly upsets Bayern in a 4-3 loss, but this was back and forth, back and forth from both teams. Hertha put up a great fight, but four goals from Lewandowski, including the stoppage time winner, seal the deal for Bayern. So this was an amazing match, a really fun match. I'll definitely have highlights of it in the show notes. Check that out. But it was a fun match back and forth, and this is kind of this is the kind of match that you really watch soccer to see, to see a mid-card team play against one of the Giants, be the underdogs, and put up a fight and really have that drama of a stoppage time winner by one of the teams. So could have gone either way, but Lewandowski does get the stoppage time winner for Bayern Munich. At this point in the season in October, many teams are getting 1-1 ties. Um, there's a lot of those amongst plenty of teams. So it's keeping that race in the middle pretty close. And there's lots of teams in the middle section of the table that are separated by one point. So every victory and every loss kind of counts here. And the table shifts week to week. So it definitely is very interesting. Keep an eye on that Europa League spot. And like the, one of the lower Champions League spots are going to be competitive this year for sure. In a bit of a shocking fashion to me personally, Leverkusen are doing very well in the month of October with three wins and one draw. So they didn't have a loss. And the reason that's kind of shocking to me is because they lost some of the really good players in the offseason in Kevin Vallon to Monaco, and they lost Kai Havertz to Chelsea. So I was actually really surprised that losing those two key offensive players on the team, they were still able to pretty much have an undefeated month in October with three wins and one draw. So I'm super impressed with them, and I'm glad that they're actually able to keep that form uh, for the team because that's it's good for them to be able to kind of pick up where they left off while they're missing two pretty big players. So shout out to them. Good job, Leverkusen. All right, last month until we kind of catch up to where we are right now. In typical Schalke fashion, they are mostly winless. They are pretty much winless and mostly have ties. So at least they're not losing every single game. They're getting some draws in there but it's not really helping them. They still sit in the relegation zone. Union Berlin occupies sixth place with two draws and three wins in their last five matches. Now, this is a really good spot for the recently promoted team. It's only their second season back in the Bundesliga, and sixth place is not a bad spot to be. I'm not going to lie. I definitely think that picking up Max Kruse from, I believe, Fenerbahce in Turkey, picking him up to go to Union Berlin as the team that he makes his return to I think it was a great deal, and I think it's paying dividends here with Union Berlin sitting in, in sixth place. And then I mentioned that Lewandowski had that four-goal match against Hertha Berlin. Well, Holland not didn't want to be upstage and in copycat fashion scores four goals against Hertha Berlin. It sucks that Hertha Berlin's turning into that uh, team that's getting beat, but uh, I remember a couple years ago it used to be Hamburg, and now it seems like it's Hertha. Hertha's not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. It's just getting unlucky that they had to have Lewandowski and Haaland both put in four goals against them. So that's unfortunate for Hertha. But the real story here is that Luis says, I can do it. Haaland says, watch me too. I can do it also. So that is going to be the, the fight to watch this season for sure. Now, 
Speaking of Hertha, keep your eyes on Matthias Cunha. I, I definitely started watching him when he was still at RB Leipzig, doing kind of well there. Couldn't really get consistent starting time, but now that he's in Hertha Berlin, Cunha is doing well, scoring goals. He's, I think, on six or seven goals on the season already, so not quite, quite up there with Holland and Lewandowski, but very, very close. So keep an eye on Matthias Cunha of Hertha Berlin. Also, Lucas Alario of Leverkusen. He's definitely stepped up since Voland and Havertz have left and providing a lot of the offensive power for Bayer Leverkusen. So Lucas Alario and Hertha Berlin are definitely some players to keep an eye on from some of the mid-card teams here. Now, towards the end of November, Dortmund drops the match against Cologne, which puts them down into fourth place, while that same week Bayern wins their match, keeping that top spot. So right now, as the season stands, we have the current standings. Bayern are in first place with 22 points. RB Leipzig is in second place with 20 points. Bayer Leverkusen are in third place with 19 points. Dortmund are in fourth place with 18 points. And then Wolfsburg are in fifth place, that Europa League spot, with 17 points. So that is where we sit right now at the end of November. We also have some Champions League action coming up where German teams are doing pretty okay. We have Bayern in there. I know Gladbach's in the Champions League. So some teams in the, in the Champions League doing well also. So keep an eye on Champions League. Definitely keep watching Bundesliga because this season is already exciting with some high-scoring games. And watching that back and forth between Holland and Lewandowski is going to be very, very fun. So that's what I got for you guys this week. Definitely check out the show notes. I'm going to have some really cool stuff in there. I have an article in there about Schalke's winless streak. If you guys want to get more details about that, I have highlights of Byron's 8-0 thrashing of Schalke. I have Lewandowski's four goals against Hertha. Then I have Holland's four goals against Hertha. And then I have two more videos of Holland's brace versus Gladbach and Holland's brace versus Freiburg. So check all that out. These two players right now are such offensive powerhouses, and it's so much fun to kind of see that progression of, you know, I score, you score, I score, you score. It's, it's very fun, and this season is going to be one to remember for sure. So that is what I got for you guys this week. My name is Andrew, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.